in a world full of movie trailers. One podcast breaks them down. This is Trailer Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Trailer Breakdown. This is episode number two. Yes, we are up to number two. We have doubled the quantity of episodes that we used to have as of now. Just for you. Just for you. Just as kind of a special thing that we wanted to do for our audience. So how about that theme music, though, for Trailer Breakdown? Right? Do you guys like it? I love it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Thanks, Lou. Okay with it? I'm sorry. Tell you what, you make something better. Oh. you don't want to do that you have no idea how many hours i spent trying to tweak the audio it's still it doesn't sound as well as i I like it it. but well thank you thank you i'm I'm glad somebody likes it lou sorry geez i'm okay okay with it no it's good okay with it It, it's acceptable it's passable Lou, i thought we agreed this morning that we were here to make eric feel better yeah, well, it's, it's awesome. I love the theme music. There you go. Now All you're right. patronizing. That's not making me feel bad. <laughs> you're so fake and superficial. Oh, I mean, hi everybody. I hi. wish it was. You know, I wish the Star Wars theme music was as good as this. Shut up. I mean, up, that John Williams Shut up. guy. Shut up. You you cannot. You Shut cannot kill up. my sunshine today. I have accepted a new job offer. I start relatively soon i'm very happy i get to go in tonight and give my two weeks notice so bring it and the new job is i'm ready the new job is the new danny elfman yes (laughs) the new job is me producing audio for movie trailers lou that would be fantastic in a world (laughs) in a world of crappy audio production yeah yeah so so but that's not what we're here to talk about we are here to talk about real movie trailers not eric's fantasies and delusions of grandeur so we were hoping to get this episode out a little bit sooner but we got it out in time spider-man far from home is not in the theaters yet so we are going to be talking about that tonight we also have a new stephen king movie coming up that we're going to be discussing eric yeah eric it's not tonight what's this morning you said we are going to be talking about it tonight. It is morning. For you? No, it's still morning for you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There, are, know, there are places in the world hours. right now where it is night. That's number one. And number two, this is a podcast. People can be listening to this at 4.43 p.m. But you can't lie to them and tell them that it's right now, this very moment, it's tonight. Because it's not. It's it morning. is tonight, just somewhere else. There's no video to go. With. You can't see it's light outside. It's not We're my talking problem. About you're not in the right location. Present right here, right now, Eastern Standard Time. It is 8.40 a.m. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> slash yesterday, <laughs> slash tomorrow, <laughs> slash whenever it is for you. As long as it's the right time for Tim, that's all we care about. It's not all about me. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Lou. <laughs> Lou, that hurts my feelings. Sorry, Tim. Uh-oh, did I miss it? I was nodding. He says, no, hold on, man. I said, no, it is, Tim. You always think it's about you. Very disappointed. Welcome to the latest episode of Random Chatter Throwdown, where our hosts join the <laughs> octagon. Three enter and one will leave. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Start calling Tim Bonesaw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it'd be an improvement. We used to call him Bonehead, so you know, yes, it's, it's good. Used to, yeah. Well, we still do. Yeah, as as far back as yesterday, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and by yesterday, we mean the calendar day yesterday, or this morning, this today, morning? now. All right. Well, we do have three trailers entering the octagon this morning, and I guess all three will leave. Two will leave. One, I think, is going to die here in this episode, but we'll we'll get to that later on. Not that we need to bury the lead because it's all in the show description, which I'm sure everybody's reading. But let's uh, discuss Spider-Man Far From Home. So this is the last movie in Marvel Phase 3? Question mark? 3. Yes. Yes. 
I'm sorry, when they run things for 11 years, it gets hard to keep track of which phase we're in. My gosh. Okay, so this is the final movie, not Avengers Endgame, but Spider-Man Far From Home. This takes place right after Avengers Endgame. And there was some controversy. And when we started trying to record this episode last week before we had technical issues, I had Well, not really we. Well, no, not really by me. we, we you mean Lou. You don't have to throw me under the bus. That's what Tim is doing today, slash this morning, slash tomorrow. Is <laughs> what throwing that? people I don't under know. the I bus. Heard something. Back up. <laughs> I heard it again. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Uh, so, <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home, the second trailer. Yes, there is a, a, a spoiler warning at the beginning of the trailer, but it spoils the single biggest spoiler from Avengers Endgame, and it did so... When did the trailer get released? Like a couple of days after Endgame? You mean Avengers Endgame that's re-releasing this weekend with new footage? Yes, it Next is. Re-releasing with week. new footage at the uh, post-credits, right? It is only post-credits that's getting um No, they're apparently inserting a deleted scene as well. But I thought the deleted scene was being inserted mid-credits. You know, I, I don't know. I, what, but. The thing is, I've seen a couple of articles and there's no there hasn't been any consistency in saying this stuff. Initially, right. I thought it was just post credits. Then I read another one that said it was a deleted scene that was going to be inserted in the movie. But so I don't know. I, I, I need to find yeah, the all the articles I've read screen. have had. No one's got any confirmation back from Marvel. And the re-release is the 28th of June, not this weekend. I heard that the post, oh. the final. Oh, that's important scene, information. I need. I wasn't going to tell Tim that because he was planning on this being a big weekend for Fantasy Movie League. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, ouch. I wasn't going to tell you, Tim, but I figured, why not? I will be nice. FantasyMovieLeague.com. <laughs> I heard. You guys keep talking. I have some lineups. Yeah, to someone's got some adjustments to make. <laughs> oh, crap. When is the cutoff? Like 15 minutes from now or something? No, no, no. Uh, noon. Oh, okay. I heard the, the because, final post credit scene was basically in the morning. It's Nick Fury pulling out a newspaper and, and reading about uh, how Avengers didn't knock Avatar out of the box office. And, and so that's, well, that's why this release is all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very removed from call. <laughs> that's that's yeah. okay. I can record solo. <laughs> <sighs> I, I can piece together your audio from previous shows, Tim. Just remember that. You actually could, and that would be awesome. Hi, I am Tim, and I like killing puppies. Yeah, I, I can piece all of that together, no problem. That'd be awesome. So it'd, be, it'd take you like three months, but it would be awesome. Well, that's true. It would be time consuming. It'd be worth it, though. Totally. So nobody else got bothered by the fact that it spoiled the end of a movie that was still in the theaters i guess you know to be fair what really bothered bothered me about this was that i think it was the russo brothers said okay the now spoilers are fair game when this got released and i kind of felt like saying it that way in social media was going to uh, give people permission to just wantonly spoil anything they wanted about Endgame and, and not care about how it would affect people around them. I think that might have bothered me more than the trailer content itself was just the way that was presented. I mean, I think the trailer handled it well with I think so the whole too. Tom Holland thing in the beginning, giving you the heads up, which I thought was great. The comments by the Russell brothers, that was a different story. I think you're right. That kind of put me off a little bit too because they did such a good job before it came out of making sure fans didn't spoil this for other fans. Right. I mean, there were letters out there. Stupid there were all fans. kinds of fans. <laughs> to be Tim, fair, it's the one time when fans the fans too. actually cooperated. Yeah. You didn't see all of these big campaigns trying to, you know, uh, oh, Han, Han Solo dies Change and all that org. kind of stuff, like on the day of release. Like nobody really destroyed it for anybody. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so what do we think of this this trailer? We've got, um, like you said, the Tom Holland um, spoiler warning at the beginning, and then we've got a lot of scenes of Spider-Man mourning the passing of a character from Avengers Endgame. And by the way, how many different Spider-Man suits do we see in this trailer? I haven't 
like I think I three, by three. Few, yeah. Yeah, so we've got yeah. the, the Iron Spider one. We've got yeah, he starts off the movie with that. Yeah, we've got the traditional cloth one when he's talking to Mysterio. We've got what looks to be the Spider-Man noir one near the end, which at first I thought was nope. maybe the black Spider-Man costume, like the... No, not the Venom one. Yeah, no, this is very much more like a, a cloth and goggles and visor sort of. Mm. <clears throat> uh, I believe also called the Stealth Spider. Okay. I believe is an alternate name for the same suit, I think. I'm not like big time Spider-Man lore, so there might be, you know, some hardcore comic readers who are like, no, Tim, damn it. Those are yes. different things. I hope so. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm I'm down with being corrected. Let me know. Cool. So we should say, let's just say at this point, we're going to spoil Avengers Endgame. Anybody listening to this has probably seen it. I would hope. Yeah. I, would so, make, I think spoiler it makes sense warnings for our discussion for, today. Yeah. Spoiler warnings for Avengers Endgame. So we see the beginning of the trailer. He's kind of mourning the loss of Tony Stark. He's talking to, um, um, why is his name escaping me now? John Favreau's character. Happy. Happy. Yes. And we have an interesting shot of him with the NYPD. Him avoiding a phone call. That's actually a funny scene, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cute. Avoiding a phone call from Nick Fury, and then they are off to Europe. I don't understand all the confusion people had about the time jump in Avengers Endgame and Peter Parker's high school friends coming back and all that. Wasn't it just obvious that they all disappeared and then they all came back? Like, why was that such a hard thing for people to wrap their heads around? I, I don't know. Okay. So it's not just me. No. I, I think maybe to some extent, some folks are like trying to chase that rabbit hole a little further than Marvel actually wants to get into in terms of like, their lack of suspension of disbelief. Well, some of that, some of their five years younger than their peers now and who are in the same grade and, and, you know, who, who survived the snap. And I, I, I just don't know how much Marvel's going to play into that. I mean, Eric, you and I talked about this a little bit in uh, a few episodes ago in guardians. And I think both of us were kind of in agreement that, Marvel's just, that's too much of a distraction to chase down that rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think people just need to let it go. So the main thing about this trailer, I guess we got two things. We have the fact that there are multiple dimensions and right. some people are speculating that this is going to be a tease for phase four. You mean the movie is going to be in 3d, right? And five and six, 3d and 4d. Wow. Yes. For the 40. theaters that have the rumble packs in the seats. Oh, okay. yeah. So multiple dimensions and then Mysterio. Lou, how much do you know about the Spider-Man mythos and characters? Um, not much. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man proper. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, the big stuff. Yeah. But ancillary characters and, and a lot of his villains, not so much. Okay. And same for you, Tim. Uh, I, I know a reasonable amount. Um, okay. I was never hardcore into any of the Spider-Man comics proper, but as a big Marvel, a, a big consumer of Marvel comics, uh, obviously Spider-Man and a lot of his ilk uh, made their way into a lot of the other Marvel comics. So yeah, yeah I a mean, lot of crossovers. Fair, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, fair amount of familiarity with um, Spider-Man Mysterio and, and, and the others. Okay. So Mysterio is traditionally a bad guy. True. And I have not kept up with things recently, but I'm not sure that he's been made into a good guy in the comics. Nope. He seems like he's a good guy in this movie, which could be a result of him coming from a multiple dimension. Well, presumably one dimension <clears throat> that is a multiple of ours. Anyhow, 
I I keep wondering, though, is this one of those things where by the end of the movie, he turns into a bad guy? And we've seen that happen so many times in other movies. We saw it happen with Doctor Strange. And if you know anything about the Doctor Strange characters, you could kind of see that coming, too. I You mean a bait and switch? I hope they're not doing that here. It seems too obvious, right? I I'm pretty confident that they are. I I, I think that this is Mysterio taking advantage of people's lack of familiarity with him in another dimension. He's traveling to that dimension. He's bringing the elementals with him um, who either he controls or he's buddies with, and he's going to make himself to be the savior of all of humanity in earth 616. So Did in other I just words, spoil the whole freaking movie for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you're claiming he's bringing his own bad guys to then fight. And I mean, yes. he's pulling an Osmandius from the watchman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although the only thing that makes me a little reluctant uh, to fully commit to that idea though, is that he is involving other people. Um, although maybe he doesn't have a choice in that. Maybe like shield identified him as this interdimensional traveler very early on confronted, found him and confronted him. And Mysterio then had to make this up and kind of bring other people into the fold of, of the lie. Hmm. Because if he really wanted to be the hero, he wouldn't have like gone out finding people to say, hey, you need to help me fight these bad guys. No, he would have just done it himself. Right. Right. Well, I mean, we hear, you know, Nick Fury in the beginning of the trailer say that the snap caused a rift. Right. So they're dealing with that rift and somehow Mysterio comes through and, oh, hey, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it totally sounds like something Marvel would do doing a, a change on that. You know, bring a character in, make you think one thing, and then, no, look, we're pulling the curtain back, and now we're doing this. Um, and I shouldn't say Marvel. That's kind of movie 101, right? I mean, yeah, it, yeah. that's not an uncommon theme. Yeah, I just feel like there's a point at which it's so common that it's annoyingly predictable. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't say it was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's there. Yeah. The well, the thing is, the, the opportunity here is it's fine if they want to go with that trope, but it's how they tell the story. So I think that that can redeem the trope. I mean, if it is so overt and like vanilla, then everyone just yawns and gets bored. Mm-hmm. But if they still tell a good story within it, because quite honestly, you know, I'm sorry. Every theme under the sun has been taken. I, I, I mean, there, there's, there's very rarely anything out there that's like, oh my gosh, we've never seen this before in a film. Right. Uh, it, it, it really just doesn't happen that often. So that's fine. They're going to recycle a trope. I'm totally cool with that. And, and it's actually very true to character for Mysterio. Um, and, and so that's also fine. So it's really how they tell the mechanics of the story. So what do you guys think about this movie after watching the trailer? Does this, I mean, we've had quite a, quite a while for this particular trailer to sink in thoughts. Are, are you more excited about seeing it now? Are you less excited? Does this uh, seem to hold up to the previous Spider-Man movie we got? I'm very excited about it. I, I think it's going to be great. I, I think it's a, I'm looking forward to this as not only being a wrap up to phase three. Um, and I mentioned this on, on guardians a few episodes ago that to me, it kind of seemed like, um, like an end note to, to the phase, because obviously like the big final chapter, the big resolution of everything was Endgame, And, you know, so now this is like, a, a, a an epilogue. Hmm. And to kind of tell us what the state of the world is, but it's also a meaningful epilogue because it's still furthers character development and it, it kind of seems to, you know, kick open a door that in Endgame we got an indication of 
that door being open, but now it is, it's wide open. And so I, I think it's, um, it's also really good to be, it's, it's a transitionary device because I think it leads us quite a bit into phase four, especially in consideration that I think phase four is, is going to get a, a kind of a soft open, if you will, with, um, with black widow because black widow, there's all indications that black widow is not set in present time. So it's, it's going to be um, taking a step backwards and, and telling a story about her in a, a certain period of time, which is not now. So it's not really like properly phase four setting. It just, the film happens to be released in phase four. So phase four isn't getting like this full out opening with its first movie. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what happened before. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is a nice transition then into phase four and it gives us something to, to look forward to once, uh, once the phase really does start off. And, and, and to be clear, I'm really excited about black widow. I'm just simply saying the timeline that black widow seems to be set in is not the, Hey, here's phase four. And here's the new stories right. that we're going with. It's just, it's a different timeline, different well, stories. Well, it's going to be probably a few movies in before we get the real gist of what the the track of Phase 4 is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I we didn't know the track of Phase, no. you know, the last phase until we were well into it. Right. I, I kind of felt like the first time around they had so much they had to establish, not just with the characters, but also with setting audience expectations for something more epic and long-term now that we are accustomed to that. I hope that we're not Mm going to have like a phase and a half before we get the ball rolling. I don't think so. I, um, there, there's also a lot of stuff milling around that they are going to do things more rapid fire now where it's going to be more mini, uh, mini arcs, which may still build up to something bigger. Um, but I think the, the smaller arcs are going to be more meaningful. Lou, what are your thoughts on this movie? On this trailer in regards yeah. to this movie, we've talked about the larger MCU a little bit, but what about mm-hmm. just far from home? Well, I think, you know, like Tim said, I, I got to agree with a lot of that stuff. I think that I'm excited. The fact that we're almost getting two movies in far from home, we're getting the wrap up to end game, you know, the, the aftermath, what happened with, you know, Tony Stark and where characters are now and how they're feeling. And I'm sure that's probably the first 20 minutes to half hour of the movie. And then you're going to get the movie. You know, so I'm excited that we're going to get the wrap up and I'm excited that we're going to get new Spider-Man stuff. The Spider-Man stuff feels very much like the last one did, uh, you know, as far as the action and how it's played out and obviously same character. So um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a a really good addition. I have to say, I like the fact that the trailer focuses a lot on the characters as well and not, not so much the plot or the action. I mean, there's a lot of action scenes in this trailer, but there are also a lot of moments between uh, Peter Parker and Mysterio and uh, the various kids from the high school and with Happy and with you know, just it's it feels very much like you're following Peter Parker and what he's going through rather than observing a superhero in action from a distance. Mm. So that makes me hopeful that this movie will be as good, if not better than the previous one. And that makes me happy. It definitely, definitely looks like it is up to the caliber of the MCU movies, even though it is not really by Marvel studios, it's being done by Sony. It's still, it feels right. And I never thought I would say that I like how Mysterio looks in a film. I would never have wanted to see that character, but I like what they've done with them here so far. Yeah, I do too. It's um, especially from the, we don't get it properly from this trailer, but they did just release a, a a clip, uh, I guess uh, yesterday uh, of an interaction between Mysterio and Peter. And in that clip, uh, to me, one of the most, valuable things from that was the shot of, of the effect that they give to Mysterio's helmet. And Mm. it's not like a solid fishbowl thing. He makes it disappear. 
hmm. that we see in, in that clip. So, uh, and, and, and the effect of it, like kind of that green swirly stuff inside of it, we see, I think probably the best shot in that little clip than we have to date. And, and I think that that looks really cool too. So yeah, there's a, there's good stuff in here. Um, I, I, I think that we get a good mix of, of Peter's state after all the events of Endgame and and the death of Tony Stark and all that stuff, you get kind of this, um, you know, grab you by the collar and bring you back to reality kind of role that um, that Nick Fury plays. Yeah, and you know, and I and of course it's it's Nick Fury, it's Sam Jackson. I love the bitch, please. You've been to space. Yeah. Uh, that is just a great line. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Samuel Jackson, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, and and you, we also still see, I mean, even with the gravity of Peter's emotions that they're bringing into this, they're still grounding Spider-Man in Spider-Man. I mean, he still is that witty teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's still learning how to be a superhero and still learning what it means and, and what he can do. And how yeah. to be an adult. I mean, that's yeah. Part of it too, and, and, and yeah, basically how mm -hmm. to be an adult because he kind of has to be an adult as a superhero. Um, we, we see early on from, um, both I, this trailer and particularly the first trailer where he's like, well, I, I really don't want to pack my suit. I just want to go on a trip kind of thing. We, we see his relationship stuff with MJ. So we see the, all this stuff is the gravity that the, that Spider-Man from the comics brings with him. He's right. always hugely, hugely conflicted. He mm -hmm. has his love. He has his, his his wit he has a lot of um there's always been a lot of the spider-man comics and storylines a lot of i i don't know that it's i won't say mental health issues but conflict and and his ability to deal with and reason through things and they've always been very upfront and apparent with that and i'm glad that they're really pushing that with this character yeah well you know timmy with great power comes no, never mind <laughs> don't go there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that is a kind of something that they've been focusing on with this character too, is a sense of responsibility of, of not so much even just the power, but of day-to-day -day life. And, and yep. as you said earlier, becoming a superhero and becoming an adult and, and having this growing into his role. So, so I'm glad that they're continuing to focus on that sort of thing. And uh, the character development in this movie, as well as in the prior movie, I, I like that that's a big focus and it's not merely about the storytelling and the, uh, you know, the action and the plot and all that. It's about something more than that. So, well, let's move on. Unless you guys have any final thoughts on that, let's move on to the next trailer. Yeah, sounds good. All right. We have Dr. Sleep which is based on the novel that is the sequel to The Shining by Stephen King. Yes. Now, I have read the novel The Shining. I am about to get a lot of hate mail because I have never watched the movie all the way through. And I know, mm. I know. Really? It's Stanley Kubrick. Wow. It's a classic. I know I get, yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen the entire movie just in bits and pieces and never sitting down okay. and watching it all in one complete sitting. And it's another one of those movies where it came out before I got into movies as a kid. And, and again, it was R rated. So by the time I got to a point where I could easily go back and rewatch it, it seemed like it was kind of dated and I probably wasn't really going to care that much about it. So it's something I just never got around to sitting down and watching. I'm and not that sure it's said, dated. What's that? I mean, uh I'm not sure it's dated. I mean, I think okay. I watched it mm, a couple of years ago and it seemed to still feel right. All right. Well, maybe yeah, I'll sit it's, down and watch it's it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but 
yeah, I, I don't see necessarily why it wouldn't hold up reasonably well. It, it, it's a great movie. I mean, it's, it's certainly yeah. an iconic movie. And while truthfully, I, I disagree with it, uh, getting so much emphasis in, um, Ready Player uh, One. In Ready Player One. Thank you. You knew exactly where I was going. Mm. <laughs> um, it, it, it is still very iconic. And and there's a lot of scenes from it that are iconic. And I love the fact that the thing, I mean, I just not only smiled with this when I first saw this trailer, but actually like exclaimed out loud because they reflected on those iconic scenes, the hallway with the tricycle, the, the, the peering through the broken door. I mean, all those like iconic shots from the shining were reflected in this. And it was just like so appropriate. And even though this is just a trailer where it's completely out of context, but it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so well done. And it's perfect. Okay. See, I'm going to take the opposite stance with that. This trailer did nothing for me. Like I got that there were those scenes and I understood them Mm -hmm. and I got that it was a throwback, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with this character. I don't know what's going on with the chalkboard. I don't know what's going on with the the scene down near the the stream or the river or whatever that is. I don't I, I'm walking away from this trailer saying, OK, I just watched a bunch of scenes and I'm sure with some context, they're probably pretty good. But for now, and there's none of this that I, I care about. I don't care. And even if I cared about the character. I I don't understand the context for any of what's going on that I'm watching. So yeah, but I don't think they're relying on that for this trailer. So I think they're relying on the fact that, yeah, this is a trailer. This is a sequel to trailer, an amazing movie from the past. We're going to give you some screenshots to almost, almost paying fan service to the fact that, Hey, you remember that movie? There's some scenes that are going to make you remember it. Yes. And there's enough intrigue in the scenes they've given us with, you know, the chalkboard and the thing down by the river and, and everything else that we can go, I want to know more. I, I yeah. want to know what's going on now. So, I, I mean, you're right. I don't have any more information than you do, Eric. I don't know anything else going on besides what we've seen. Okay, so there's nothing but as I'm, I'm watching I'm intrigued. that I should know and I don't because I've missed something. I no, don't right. believe okay. so, no. The, the, and it, it makes sense from a marketing perspective. The first audience that they're going to look to grab is the existing audience who is familiar with The Shining. Sure. That's the very first audience they're going to go after. Subsequent trailers, I think, are going to be um, – they're going to give a little bit more broader appeal to folks who may not be so familiar with the story and the lore. But right. this first one is going to – this is reaching right out to the throats of the people who who are familiar with The Shining. And this is really That's more a known of a teaser audience. than a full trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's a long content teaser, line. but it is. Yeah, it's a full length. Wise, yeah, it, it's a full length. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not quite three minutes. I don't think. Let me see. It's um, eh, two minutes and forty seconds. Yeah, so it's a full length, mm-hmm. but it really it just teases. Again, there's no there's not much in the way of dialogue. There's a little bit, right. but there's not much, and it's more of a montage of different shots. Yeah, a lot of this one is um, it's it's the shots, it's the music is actually the 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 sound behind this I think is very intriguing and compelling, and then the the bit of dialogue that there is particularly reflecting on, you know, I don't know about magic, but I called it The Shining. Right. So that mm-hmm. you know, that's the hey, let's tie this in a neat bow. The connection between movie A and movie B. Um, but, but it absolutely works. And in a trailer environment, I think that's perfect. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, and I'm generally not a horror fan. I am 100% in on this. I, I can see people who aren't horror movie fans still getting on board with this. Yeah. Well, it's a different kind of horror movie too. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is more psychological. Yeah. It's more. Yeah. It's more cerebral too. It's, yeah, that's one thing. It's not about Stephen jump scares King. and gore. Yeah, he always had the the creep show, uh, that sort of thing. But then he also had the more psychological things like yeah. Cujo or uh, misery. Yeah, yeah, misery. Yeah, like this is not. If you guys have seen the trailer that just came out for uh, Annabelle, 
This is definitely <laughs> not of that genre. And I will, again, not a huge horror fan. Holy crap, the trailer for Annabelle looks incredible. It Does actually, it? my wife jumped easily a foot out of her <laughs> chair in the movie theater from the trailer. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking that forward to seeing that is trailer in the theater. Horror. I'm hoping they play it before Toy Story 4 tonight. Really? Yo, I'm sure they will. <laughs> they, they have to hit that core demographic. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to try to broaden their audience and well, show yeah. before Toy Story 4. Yeah. I'll have to go back and uh, if it's not the one I've already seen, I guess I'll go watch it. But yeah. They played it ahead of uh, Indiana Jones when, I, when we went to see that last week. And no, no, I'm sorry. They played it ahead of Shaft. Uh, okay. Yes, which makes sense because Indiana Jones family movie, this right. is. Annabelle is not a <laughs> I was movie. wondering about that. Uh, they played it's it. The Manson family. They, they <laughs> played it ahead of Shaft. And man, I will. What an hugely impactful trailer. I mean, in terms of a trailer being just mechanically well done. And I know we're not talking about that trailer on the show. Maybe we should. It Maybe we should have included that. Perfect. Uh, oh, my gosh. So compelling. OK, well, so tell you compelling. what, why don't we cover that next week then? Yes. Because yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, Lou, you have, right? Um, I think I've seen the most recent one Tim's talking about. Yeah. Okay. And I know nothing about that franchise. So if I watch this trailer and it makes me interested in the movie, then they have succeeded and they have done their job. And, and I will also, I mean, just, just to kind of pitch this and, and really going off of a little soundbite of Lou's from a minute ago. I think there's also a, there's a very big difference in the format that you watch trailers in. I mean, there are certain trailers that really lend themselves well to watching it in a theater before a, a feature film. Yeah. Because it's so compelling and it grabs you and it's that big screen. It's much more immersive. You've got the surround sound thing going on. You've, you know, dark room, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're more connected um, to it as well. Yeah, you know. versus, you know, watching it on TV or sitting here with you chumps watching mm -hmm. it on my laptop. Um, Lou took minor offense that Eric just like totally brushed it off. <laughs> Eric's like, that's not the worst thing I've even been called this morning. <laughs> not, not, not even close. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to, you know, totally different. And that was such it, Annabelle was such a compelling trailer to see in the theater. And also, I, I also saw the, the, the shining trailer was also um, there in front of shaft as well. And, and, and that was great. It was also probably the fact that I've seen that trailer maybe half a dozen times before seeing it there, but that didn't grab me as much as the Annabelle trailer did. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think I think being in the big dark room like really emphasized mm. that with Annabelle too. Well, we should have been talking about that one then. We'll cover that next episode then. I'm I'm looking we'll forward to watching that. Trailer shame me. I'm going to trailer shame you. Uh, yeah, man. it's a trailer podcast. I can do that. You know, you bring up a really good point about how we watch trailers though too, because I have seen many trailers on my phone, and then later when I watch them on my television, I'm like, oh. I didn't realize, or I guess I didn't take yeah. into consideration the difference it makes not watching it on a tiny little screen in your hand. Yeah, you get so much more stuff on a big screen. You think, oh yeah. my God, that's what that was. You know, Even it's like, oh, I never realized that. On your phone, mm -hmm. like that helps, but it's different seeing it in a dark room on a bigger screen. Yeah. If, if your intent is to actually like really consume and potentially enjoy a trailer, just don't watch it on your phone. Yeah. I, like, I, I mean, I, I know certainly I, I absolutely know the excitement of when a trailer for a new big movie for a, a Star Wars or a Marvel movie drops and like you're in the middle of the grocery store or something. <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> have to, to watch this. Yeah. And, right. and, and that's the only option that you have for consuming it. But, yeah, it's totally not the way to go. Yeah. It's so freaking small. Well, you know, some trailers that might not matter as much. And this next one could be one of those trailers. Uh, <laughs> no, by all means, you got to watch this on a big screen. Yes. You yeah, have and, to watch I, this in, in as cinematic an experience as you can. End call. 
And especially because this movie is one you will never see in the theaters, which is a shame. I would go see this in the theater. <laughs> this might be a movie you'll never see. Period. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we need to do a random chatter group <laughs> viewing of this. We need to do a random chatter theater and we're going to force Tim to join us. Here's what we're talking about. There is a this movie. Is the movie you're going to turn into a group thing. Uh, really? Uh, May. Yeah. That's your choice. Okay. Well, you know, the, the, the bad movies sometimes give you the most enjoyment, especially yes. talking about them. And, and I mean, how bad is this movie really? It could be really good. Oh no, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, Let, let's not try to sugarcoat this murder. <laughs> Deep Murder. This is a movie that is available right now in iTunes because it was a direct. It was to so video. good they couldn't wait to get it into everybody's hands. They went right to video. Yes, it was so good they didn't want to 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 put the the arbitrary restrictions of theater viewing. There, there you go. Upon people, they wanted to to widen and broaden the audience as much as they could, and I think. In order to get as many people watching this movie as possible, that is why the movie is only $9.99 in iTunes instead of $19.99. It has nothing to do with whether it's a good movie. It's just for the sake of putting it in your hands, you the audience. All right, wait a week. It'll go for $2.99. <laughs> It'll be on sale soon. I hope so. Rentals will be $0.49. Cents. So Deep Murder, this is a movie that takes place uh, apparently in the 80s. Everything except the little Bluetooth earpiece screams 80s. And it is a, uh, how do we put this? So Jerry, is it Jerry O'Connell? O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell, yeah. Is one of the, lead, he's probably the most, he's probably the biggest name actor in the movie. Uh, he you mean and, the only named actor? No, there's in the one movie. other guy who's been in some other things. You just, you wouldn't remember the name. Uh, Christopher McDonald, I think. Oh yeah. 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 The yeah. Older guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, 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 you mentioned the Bluetooth headset a minute ago. It makes me laugh because you're right. It takes me out of the scene too. Cause in one scene he's holding the brick phone that, um, Michael Douglas had in wall street. Right. <laughs> you know, and then the next thing he's got the little Bluetooth headset. I'm like, wait, those were different time frames. Yeah. And he's even screaming at one of the people. Can't you see I'm on the phone as he's pointing to the earpiece? So what this is, is it's a, a film crew making a softcore porn movie in this mansion in the 80s. And they have a trailer for it and, and everything. And it's got the little uh, like VHS video static blip thing that scrolls across the screen. It's got the Cinerax watermark in the lower right hand corner. Not Cinemax. Cinerax, but it's one of those like movies you would see on late night Cinemax back in the eighties. And they're filming this movie and apparently a murder takes place because Jerry O'Connell's character gets stabbed in the chest. So the rest of the movie consists of the actresses and I, I don't know if there are other actors or not. And film crew basically trying to figure out who amongst themselves is the killer. And then apparently this detective who is completely incompetent is brought in. He's and a private uh, dick. what's that? He's a private dick. Yes. Yes. He's a private dick. How can, how can you not want to watch this movie, Tim? This looks so good. This is probably like one of the only movies that's never going to get pirated. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I bet there's a copy of, but you, you know, the thing right is now. sometimes I question it because you know, usually the three of us are pretty much on the same page with movies and stuff. And then when Eric says things like this looks so good, I question. You <laughs> cannot blame sometimes. me for team America. I World question Police. a lot of First, things. That was Nathan. <laughs> that was not me. Second, I warned you in advance. You wouldn't like it. You say that, but you still stump for that movie, Eric. He does. It's got one of the best ever. film speeches in all of film history. In cinematic history, it's got one of the best speeches ever given. Shake your head anyway, all you want, Lou. You anyway, know it's true. We're not talking about that movie right now. Okay. So. All right. Deep Can Murder, I'm telling you. I haven't Annabelle? seen it. I'm not endorsing it, but the trailer makes me want to see it. And that's the point. So I don't know. I think we should cover this. The trailer makes me chatter. smile and chuckle and say, yeah, that's a fun concept. It doesn't make me want to see it. 
Agreed. That that right there. Okay. What the other bald guy said. That's that's what I agree with. <sighs> okay. I mean, well, if it's on HBO Prime or Netflix, I will definitely see it. But I'm not going to pay even forty nine cents for it on <laughs> rental. Like Tim says, no. Okay. No, no, no. I see. Won't. So the whole arrangement that Netflix has, by the way, just so you guys know, it, it's it revolves around this little thing called called economics. Netflix pays the the owners of the movies mm-hmm. so they can show them on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix would not pay for this movie. Oh, sure they would. It'll be one of those bundle deals like you get with your cable company. They'll say, if you no. really want to have Avengers Endgame, you've got to take Deep Murder. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, Netflix we'll throw in a has free paid for line. far worse than this. <laughs> all right well for those of you who want to see it deep murder i think you if you go to trailers.itunes.com or trailers.apple.com i think it's there oh it's there yeah, yeah so check it out you know speaking of netflix and speaking of trailers you know how when you pull up netflix now it at least like on the apple tv and on some interfaces it will start to play the trailer for whatever it is you are hovering over Mm. I watched the trailer for the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie, Murder Mystery. Mm. Which Netflix is saying has gotten huge numbers. My wife and I are going to watch it this weekend. It convinced me to watch it. Yeah. Really? Okay. I mean, it's getting a lot of advertising on Netflix and stuff. Yeah. It is. And uh, the trailer I thought was pretty good. It established the premise Mm -hmm. pretty well. It covered some good scenes from the movie. And I thought, you know what? This does not look like all of these other cringeworthy Adam Sandler movies that I loathe so much. Yeah. Yeah. It looks a lot more clever. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good word for it. It did look clever. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And I did. And I'm glad I did. I liked it. Like it was not a phenomenal movie, but it is definitely a good Netflix movie. It's worth watching. So I was really happy with it. So just wanted to throw that out there. There's a case where a a trailer convinced me to watch a movie and it did a good job of representing the movie. If you see the trailer and you think you're going to like it, you probably will. So any other movies uh, or television shows? for which you've seen trailers recently that you want to throw out there before we sign off? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. My, my mind's kind of swimming because in preparation for the movie draft this weekend, I've been watching a lot of trailers. Uh, one trailer that I will throw out there, which probably at this point, if you have gone to see a movie in the last two months, um, I would say anything that's PG 13 or R uh, you have seen the trailer for 21 Bridges mm, in yeah. front of that movie with um, uh, 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 Black Panther. See actor's Chadwick name. Boseman? Yes, Chadwick Boseman. Thank you. Uh, and this is a Russo Brothers film. And it looks, I mean, they've been pushing this movie hard, which is surprising because the movie doesn't come out until September. Um, so they've been doing a lot of early marketing for this and getting a lot of uh, a lot of mileage off of this first trailer which is very intense it's very in-depth establishes the premise very well and it looks fantastic uh, I, I think it's gonna be a great movie hmm. cool i agree I, when i saw the trailer i thought i was it, it it made me interested in seeing it and i think otherwise it probably would have flown under the radar but they did a good job yeah. with the trailer All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. So uh, thank you for listening. If you'd like to send any comments or feedback on any of the movies that we've covered, or if there are trailers that you would like to see us cover on the show, let us know. You can send your email to trailerbreakdown at randomchatter.com or tbd at randomchatter.com if you just don't feel like typing the show name out. You can find us on social media. We've got uh, Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts at Random Chatter. That's the uh, Random Chatter Network feed. You can find us individually as well. I am at Eric Blythe. That's E-R-I-K-B-L-Y-T-H-E. Tim, where can we find you? At Qui-Gon Tim. That's Tim with two M's. And Lou? Uh, Lou Skywalker. Skywalker without the E. 
All right. And of course, you can find all of our shows over at randomchatter.com. That's where we've got the entire network of our podcast shows. We highly recommend you go check them out. And if you do, and if you enjoy the shows, please leave us reviews. Let other people know what you think of the shows. Don't just leave the stars. Those are great and those help. But, you know, type something up. Let people know why you think they might like the shows. And tell your friends about us as well. Word of mouth is a great way to help the community grow. And we would really, really appreciate that. And speaking of the community, if you would like to become part of our community, I mean, you kind of already are just by listening to the show. And we appreciate that alone. But if you'd like to come converse with us and talk to us about the movie trailers, about movies in general, about the MCU or Star Wars or Stranger Things is coming back to Netflix on July 4th or anything you want to talk about. Join our Discord server. Go to randomchatter.com slash Discord. It's free. The app is free. We've got channels for each one of the shows on the network, as well as a main lobby channel. And we would love to have you there participating in some of the discussions we have going on. We would also love it if you would help support the network through Patreon. If you go to randomchatter.com slash Patreon, there's more information on how you can do that there. Uh, we just recorded an episode of Behind the Curtains earlier today, or behind the curtain, I guess it's singular. There's only one curtain. And no, it is not Lou's yes. bathroom shower curtain. We we did discuss that an episode ago. It, it is not. I have that. a door. Yeah. So, sorry. But, Let's, you know what? Let's talk about Lou's shower for a moment. Oh, can we not? Jeez. Can we not? Lou's, Lou's shower is, to, to view of shower envy, just about the size of my office. Just his shower. Really? It's huge. It's a, it's a big shower. Yeah. You could have a party in the shower. Like it fits. That sounds like a waste of water. Easily. It's like, a, it's like a corner. So it's like a four by three. It's, it's like big. eight people, I think would be the fire capacity on that. Wow. Like if, if Lou, the fire warden I came in and like gave... having the shower curtain slap you in the backside when it's cold and wet. <laughs> I don't like anything slapping me in the backside when it's cold. <laughs> shower curtain or not. So I guess ladies and so, gentlemen, the, the moral of the story is if Lou say, is saying that he's throwing a party and you're invited, it, um, might, it might be in the shower. You yeah, know what no. you're getting into. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, wow. How did we get off on that tangent? So Behind the Curtain is a show <laughs> we do just for our Patreon donors. Anybody who donates $5 a month or more, we do a little show where we talk about what's going on behind the scenes of the network. Uh, just kind of some bonus content as a thank you for the people who have been supporting us. And anybody who just gives a dollar a month, even just that amount. In fact, that's what most of the donors who support the network donate is $1 a month. We've opened up a whole new section of our discord server with all kinds of extra channels. And uh, we've got categories of different channels for spoilers, for general life things, for different television shows, all kinds of stuff there. We're constantly adding new channels, archiving old channels. It's a great place to be. It's a great way to spend your work day because who wants to do any work really? You know, you go to work. That's not where your focus should be. Join our discord server. Hang out with us. It's fun. Your boss will appreciate it. <laughs> Invite them too. All right, that's it. That's going to do it for this episode of Trailer Breakdown. Until next time, take care. <laughs>